Hello, welcome to Go Crazy. We're at the Nurses Roundtable. I'm here with my co-host, Kara. Good morning. So our next topic that we're going to talk about that I think that's so important is sleep. What are we going to go crazy with today? We're going to go crazy with sleep (laughs) because if you don't get enough sleep, you're going to go crazy. For sure. (laughs) And that is a problem that uh, has definitely affected me in the past because I'm one of those people who can do both shifts, so I will rotate day and night shift, and I'll work three day shifts, three 12-hour days, and then take a day off, rest, and then the next day or two, I'll pick up an extra shift or extra two shifts, and I know there are other people just like me who will work the night shift, and I remember working the night shift in the PDER. Oh, I loved it, though. I loved it. It was the best time. It was, I just felt like I was really making a difference. I loved it. But the sleeping was so, so difficult for me to sleep. I do think the night shift has, has more of an issue with sleeping. Um, But it's so important. How do you, how have you handled the sleep? Because I know initially you worked night shift. Oh, for me, I did seven years night shift nurse. It was not my goal. I never thought that I was going to be able to be someone who could stay up and not get my eight hours of sleep. Um, Gosh, there's so many different ways, right? You try melatonin, you try Benadryl. Some people try a glass of wine or a beer or something before they go to bed. I think sleep, sleep, for those people who work night shift, it takes like 10 years off your life, statistically. Like it's as bad as smoking if you work nights. Just because you become so sleep deprived, your body, your cells are just constantly a little bit stressed. Because your body is designed to be awake during the day. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right? <laughs> so for us, for sleeping, I mean, it has to be a black room with no sound, and we have to yeah, be some of those strategies or something in order to stay asleep for at least six or seven hours, and then you wake up, and then, you know, you get into your routine, and it's all about your routine, but I can say going from nights to days and 24 hours, even going from nights to days, I had to train myself to sleep again. Like a kid, I had to, you know, play certain music or play a certain podcast or listen to something very specific every day at around the same time to train myself to go back to sleep at night because That's I couldn't so do it. And if I, and even now I'm probably three years out of working night shift and swing shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I don't go to bed when I'm tired and I get my second wind last night, I was up till three in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I woke up at five and then I woke up at six and then by seven, my body was like, Oh look, there's a sun out. It's probably time for me to get up and move around now. And here we are. Yeah, I do. I think it's important to develop good strategies, establishing that consistent routine of when you go to sleep and, you know, having, you know, your kids not wake you up. Don't disturb me. Don't you guys don't don't wake mommy when she's sleeping, Uh, making your your sleep area, your bedroom friendly sanctuary, Mm -hmm. your sanctuary Mm -hmm. where you go in and that's where you sleep. It's cool enough. The temperature is cool enough for you. You're comfortable. It's just, you know, how can we get better sleep at night? You know what? I think the self-care routine of exercise, exercise. And like, for me, it was yoga. If I Mm -hmm. could go and do some, and do like an hour of hot yoga and then go home, I was so physically and just emotionally done already from work, but physically done from the yoga that it would knock me out for a good six hours straight. And it was good, deep sleep. I felt like I was actually getting enough sleep. That is important. And I think nurses and physicians as well, 
I think sometimes physicians are a little bit more type A as far as their like OCD with just rid, um, like their their regimens. They're a little more regimented, so they may be a little bit more prone to being in the gym and exercising and having their morning routine that way. Nurses are a little bit more all over the place, I think, sometimes. And um, if we can get into a better routine of food and exercise, right. I think it really facilitates better sleep. I think that's important. I do. I mean, that's think- very basic, but it's... I agree. So I think something for nurses, a lot of the times there's so much sugar around, you know, some caffeine, somebody you're you're getting caffeine to get through the day. And then there, there are people, physical therapists and doctors, mostly doctors that are bringing donuts and cookies and cake to the nurse's station and coffee and and coffee and yes, coffee and coffee coffee and coffee. And so you're eating, eating that all day in some cases and then you go home, you do whatever, spend time with your family, and then you're expected to go to sleep on all that sugar. And caffeine. The, I think the caffeine is, plays a huge role. Oh, yeah, depending on what time you're drinking. If you're drinking I coffee mean, you're after nurse, 4 you o'clock. you all day long. Yes. There, it's kind of like alcohol. Is it 5 o'clock? Yes, it's time. Yes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere for the coffee. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, a drink, they're actually, you know, can somebody go get me a coffee? And, uh, you know, where's my my frap or my iced my coffee yeah my monster drink oh those drinks too have been those energy drinks i see those all over the place umpteen different kinds of energy drinks from natural ones right. to extremely unnatural and unhealthy ones and oh, most yes. of us consume at least one to two caffeinated beverages i'm drinking one right now alani thank you right. um saving our lives every day So we can help others. Well, I think some of them are good, especially the ones that hydrate you. You know, there are all those energy drinks that have all the vitamins and minerals and everything. That's the perception with 300 milligrams of caffeine to chase it. Right. right? But then also, how about the drugs? I mean, how many of your own coworkers do you know are on Adderall and other stimulants just to get through their shifts and to stay skinny? Right. So that it helps their appetite. They don't have to drink all the caffeine. They don't have to eat all the food. And they can still have a few brain cells to function on medically. I think that's something we don't talk about. No, we don't talk about it. And the providers that prescribe it. Because, I am I mean, are you really ADD or do you just need to stay awake? Absolutely. The things we... And then the... What is it? Um, New Vigil. For swing shift. I mean, it's because people can't sleep and they're moving back and forth and they have to be able to stay awake. I've been put in positions where where my supervisor told me, you need to look like you're more awake. I don't know what you need to do to get yourself awake at 4 a.m., but I need you to be present and awake. Figure it out. Yes. Um, okay, does that mean that I start caffeinating at 2? Do I start sucking down a monster at 2 or 3 in the morning so that I can look perky and perfect at 4 a.m.? I mean, what do I need to do? And that's the position that a lot of people are in because you need to be on. You have to be on guard all the time. You can't let your guard. Do I pop a pill? Do I take a caffeine pill? What kind of pill am I taking? Right? That is something so many people don't want to talk about. So many people don't want to touch this subject because what is it? Something like 20 straight years now that nurses are one of the most trusted professions according to the latest Gallup ratings for 2022. And there's a reason for that. We take such good care of our patients. It's just, it's in our hearts and our souls to nurture, to be nurturers. But because we have such poor self-care, we have, that's where the issue comes in, right? But um, what are the extra steps? What are the extra steps that we are taking as nurses to continue to be able to do that nurturing? What are we doing to meet those expectations? Right. The 
the extra steps we're willing to go? What are the links you're willing to go to make sure that you can do the job that you want to do? I think one of the most important topics that we need to talk about right now that no one is talking about is the drug use. The pharmaceutical drug use, not necessarily like right. illegal not. drugs. It's, it's, it's prescription drugs that are prescribed right. for a reason. But, yes. I mean, no, I totally agree. do I need to take Adderall three times a day just to get through one shift? I mean, right. these are addictive, addictive medications oh, yes. that, potenti- that cause a lot of harm in the long run, yes. you know. And Adderall is not the only one. There are so many other different types of diet drugs out there that we can use. Not just my nurses, so many nurses out there that we talk to are aware of and are taking these extra diet drugs just to help them lose weight and stay awake, basically. And so it's uh, like we were talking about earlier about, you know, 50s, 60s, and 70s, nurses could, could go down and not only they were taking their coffee, they were drinking their coffee all through the shift, but they would actually take a smoke break. Yep. And they could smoke, and smoking was something that was acceptable. Oh, mm-hmm. you're going to go smoke a but cigarette. But it's also an extra break. Yeah, true. I'm not even going to lie. When I first became a nurse, there were still nurses on the on the floor that could go and take a smoke break. Right. And I thought, well, how come you get to go and take an extra 15 minutes to go smoke, but I can't even go take a dump? So <laughs> where are you going? I'm going to go take my smoke break. You don't smoke. Absolutely. And right now I do. I'm going to go take my smoke break. Right. That's, you know? I think that that's something. I mean, I never smoked, but I took my smoke breaks because why not? Because people at that time, people would say, oh, that smoking was such an acceptable form right. of, oh, we yeah, just smoke break. From, we just moved from, you know, smoking and from the nicotine and caffeine keeping us awake and alive and, you know, moving right. around and thin to, you know, other Now the forms. other forms of, of pharmaceuticals. Self-medicating. Yeah, self-medicating so we could stay thin. Mm-hmm. I know so many, again, and it's not just a matter of I know and others have uh, discussed discussed this situation of smoking to stay thin. Oh, mm-hmm. I smoke because for whatever reason, smoking a cigarette keeps me from being hungry. I'm not hungry when I smoke a cigarette. Well, it's an appetite suppressant. So, okay, well, <laughs> you learn something new every day. Uh, I do know so many people that the French smoke. have been onto that for years. There you go. Oh, there you go. The French. Oh, that's, oh, so that's how they do it. That's they how take, they eat they all those. They take the stairs. There you go. <laughs> they smoke, take stairs, but they can eat as many croissants as they want. I think that that's something that now, and now we're taking drugs to mm-hmm. help us stay thin. And uh, what are we doing to our bodies and for our own mental health? Again, it leads all back into the same situation, right? Right. Of trying to take care of our trying to take care of our responsibilities during our shift. All right, that's all the time we have for today. We'll continue to have our discussions here at the Roundtable with Karen Gary. Catch us next time. And remember, whatever life hands you today, don't go crazy. So email us, drop us a line at gocrazy at thenursesroundtable.com. That's go crazy, and remember crazy with a K, go crazy at thenursesroundtable.com. 